Paychecks in the Office listeners. You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. You know how I get ready for St. Patty's Day? It's all about St. Practice Day because practice makes proper. Proper number 12 Irish whiskey is a rich and smooth blend of golden grain and single malt, aged four years in bourbon barrels. Or try Irish Apple, a delicious blend of Proper's award-winning Irish whiskey with crisp and fresh notes of Irish Apple. Join me for a proper St. Paddy's Day and find yourself some Proper number 12 Irish whiskey. Pour the roar. This is State of Emergency. What's up, everyone? It's Chicks in the Office with Rhea and Fran giving you that Friday energy on a Friday. We are excited for the weekend. We hope you guys are excited as well. Uh, The feelings are great right now. I feel like I had a great week to recap it. Yeah, it was a good week. It was definitely a good week. Uh, I'm going to see Coldplay on Saturday, which I'm jealous. So excited That's for. Sick. I, you know, it's funny because I think Coldplay sometimes gets the treatment of like Nickelback, like a U2, like a like a oh, Not like Nickelback. their old stuff, like is so like everyone loves their old stuff, but like nobody listens to their new albums as much. I would say Do they like have a new new album, yeah. Like like this year, uh, I think so. Oh really? I mean, that's like normally why that's they go exactly back on what tour. You were saying. Exactly. So it's like everybody, but they play to that. Like they know that they play all the great stuff, and I'm I'm so excited because this is like, so I guess Coldplay, they toured in, I want to say like 2017 or 18, I think 17, and it was one of the first concerts me and joe had ever gone to together and it was at metlife as well and we our expectations were like oh we love coldplay like this is gonna be great and we left and we were like that was one of the best concerts the, we've ever the been bracelet the bracelet thing? yes yeah. like it was n- the the production the fireworks the lights chris martin jumping all around stage like doing his thing it was so like we left we were like holy shit that was amazing well it reminds me of the entourage episode where they go to the coldplay concert yes Yep. Can't even think of that. So I feel like it's a notable concert, the Coldplay concert. Yes. Cold and and uh of course, like I mean, they they're able to do multiple shows and they do stadiums. It's not like What's your favorite Coldplay song? Uh Yellow. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't know. It might be um uh shit. Why am I spacing on the name of it? What what album? The um the fix you no no it's one of the more up upbeat ones from um Viva La Vida oh that's a great oh, al- that's one of yeah. my favorite albums ever v- it is a phenomenal v- album Viva La Vida my dad yeah. used to play over and over again it was like one of the only songs he would play at one point yeah that and take me to church yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That album though, like it's a joke that people no, say that like, album there's no is skips, but so like th- there's no, that, no there is skips no skips on that, on that album. album. Amazing album, such a good album. Also I, yeah. the, the Jay Z feature, mm-hmm. yeah. Coldplay's great. This was so yes, so yeah. They have music of the spheres is their album that that came out in 2021. Oh, um, that's one with uh, like the higher power. 
was the single, I believe. Oh, I was singing that song where they're like, when we can drink with our friends again. What was that one? I don't know. It's it, <laughs> Higher Power. This one was a, a kind of funky album because like some of the names of the songs were just like symbols. Like, oh, no, one I'm... was just like a heart symbol. One was just like a, an infinity sign symbol. Oh, no. I was thinking of Orphans. That was a good song yeah, from a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm very excited for this. How much were those, were those tickets a lot? <laughs> They uh, no because I as soon as they announced they were going on tour I was like I'm I have to get them so I did the you know full Bleatmaster mm. setup for them and still giving your money to them Where are you still frustrating like it still was a really fucking annoying process uh, we're in like the second deck towards the front of the second deck. Oh yeah, I feel so like I'm, that's a good spot. To, and those were like, elevated. Those yes. are like a hundred, still like a hundred fifty dollars or something. Yeah. Like honestly, I think being elevated at a concert is better than being like it depends on what the, the floor. The stadium for stadium shows, I really don't mind because you get to yeah. like take in the whole environment. I've never been to a stadium unless show. you're so close at a stadium show. It's really like, right. but like next week or the week after, I'm going to see Paul McCartney at MetLife. Fuck yeah! So I've never, but that's the first time I've ever been to a. A stadium for a concert. First time concert. you've ever really never. I've never seen a concert at a stadium, like a football stadium. Wow, I'm going to Elton John at MetLife. What? Um, July. Wait, <laughs> you don't invite me to anything. <laughs> These are. This was Joe's mom's birthday present. You know year. how much I love Elton John. I, I, I have the tickets. I. <laughs> they're for Joe's mom. He's playing. <laughs> fully he's crying. playing on Joe's mom's birthday. Like on her actual birthday, exact date. We bought them for her last year. Fully crying. <laughs> I don't know why. How did you not know Elton John was touring? Or did last or tour. Did, I don't know. This is I, the farewell tour. I I am very bad at keeping up with concerts. Yeah. Clearly, you Clearly, guys are going to all now, these concerts. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to a single concert. You have still have time. Why don't you go? You do have time. It's not till July 23rd is he's playing. Uh, yeah, it's right by your birthday. July 23rd. Yeah. Might be going to Vegas that oh weekend. Oh my god! <laughs> well, well, I wasn't invited to Vegas, so you, I, I invite you places. You say no, so I didn't throw out the invite. I'll text you about that. Though. <laughs> Not set in stone. <laughs> oh my Damn. goodness! My parents are going to see Elton John at Gillette Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Well, now I know I you can't go to Vegas because you're going. No, I got to go. I'm going Elton John. Do you think it's really his last tour? Because if it is, I, I almost feel like I have to go. But I feel like he'll play more. No, I kind of think it is. Like ever, like no, in five years, he's alive. The last I'm sorry, you guys need to excuse that. me. I need to look up dates and other places he's playing because yeah. I don't know if I can make that one. But no, he's at a. He's doing a did, lot. Didn't he just have one at MSG, like recently? Yeah, he did. Just that yeah. was also the farewell yeah, tour. Yeah. Like he's, but I do feel like this is really. He's old. He's not that old. He is. He looks so. old. No, Paul McCartney's no, but older I, than him, I think. No, I know, but I'm just... I'm not even talking age. I'm talking, like, as a human, you know? He's 75. Yeah, that's, that's old. That's fucking old. It's old, but, like... For to be like, touring like that. Compared to, like, Mick Jagger. To be Jagger. doing stadium. I know, but Mick Jagger is an anomaly. Like, like he's... Like, Paul McCartney's 79. Mick Jagger he's about to turn 80. and they're, they're, they're the exception. Like, they, they are... Not standard. Oh, wow. Paul McCartney's turning 82 days after I see him. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's nuts. The sudden, s- the, the sniffling that's going through the no, I know, I can't, right I literally, like, actually trying. cannot believe you are. Did you find anything else that you are popping up? Well, he's playing at, he's playing at MetLife. 
And then all of a sudden, okay, wait, wait a second. Oh my God. <laughs> he's, he's not in the U.S. for he, a he's, while. He's at, I saw tons of posters. I'm going to have to go to Ireland in, uh, for him in Milan. He's oh. playing in Milan in a couple weeks. Or actually, I think literally like this week. This is, is he playing like his last show in, in uh, the U.K. probably would be crazy. Yeah. So he's actually, it's actually in two days wait, at what? the, at San Siro in Milan, June 4th, uh, uh. <laughs> Denmark, uh, England, England, bunch of shows in England. Wait, we're in England. The the oh, tons. He's at uh, Wembley, Liverpool, Bristol, London, Sunderland, Swansea. I'm gonna like have to Cork. go to Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> you could go to uh, what about July fifteenth? Where at in Philly. I want to go to Philly. <laughs> oh my God! I'm just saying. You're what? You're gonna go? To, you're gonna go to Barcelona I'd before you? Go Barcelona I would rather go to take Barcelona. the train to Philly. I'd rather for July fifteenth. I'd, I'd rather fly ten I'd, hours and yeah. take oh my a train God. to Philly. I'd rather go to Barcelona. Ah, dude, that might be the case. I might have Chicago. To go. No, I, if Toronto. Anything, if anything, I'm going to MetLife or Syracuse. Or He's playing the Carrier Dome. Wow. September tenth on the Carrier Dome. That's great. Charleston. Pittsburgh, Atlanta, D.C. Damn, should I go to Syracuse? That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I haven't been there since graduation. You want to go, little yeah. bro? Yeah. <laughs> L.A.? I've never been to Syracuse. I like that you guys are saying Syracuse. Syri- I mean, I think Syri- that... Syri- Syracuse. 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 I say Syracuse. I don't know the actual right way. I don't it, know. I think the right way might be Syracuse. I think it, it would be so Syracuse. I have no idea. Uh, well, you're really, you're really, you're looking at like May 2023. That's where the Barcelona thing came from. <laughs> yes. Um yeah, uh pretty upsetting. I was not planning on being here that weekend of July twenty third because my birthday is July twenty sixth. And so I was planning on doing something that weekend. Um Well, my- good news is that there are plenty of other shows. There's one that July twenty fourth for the rest of the for the rest of the year <laughs> slash summer <laughs> slash in Europe all next year. Something well. about Elton. Yeah. Makes me tear up. It's a great. Very excited for that. Multiple MetLife shows. Good for you. Wait, yeah. multiple MetLife shows? I'm going to Coldplay and then. Oh, I thought you meant he Elton had John multiple. are both Elton at MetLife. Met. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> you recovered? Anyway. You're, Anyways. Are you all right? I'm, I'll be okay. Um, programming oh. note. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk programming. Okay. Because people and are upset with us. about Top Gun. Yes. People are upset with us. They're like, oh, you guys don't care, blah, 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 blah. We do very much care. We care. We care a lot. We, we care, care more than much. you think. We care more than you think. Yeah. I just want to say that. Yep. Going forward, mm-hmm. to make it clear to everybody, the Monday episodes yep. will be released at noon. Yes. They will be released at noon going forward. Mm-hmm. Wednesday and Friday as scheduled whatever it comes out at midnight one in the morning whatever Correct. it is that Noah it comes out at midnight yeah whenever Noah uploads those yep. Mondays will be at, at noon correct so we can truly catch up on everything from the weekend mm-hmm. and also it is summer it's just a lot it's a three I'll, I'll be completely honest when we started to do three episodes we were locked down and it was a lot easier to schedule the time and it made sense to do Sunday for Monday because 
just a little fun, you know, tidbit for maybe some of our newer listeners. Friday energy on a Monday came from the fact that we used to record the Monday show on Friday. Yes. And because we had our Sirius XM show yeah. that we had to do on Fridays. And so yes. we recorded the podcast on Friday and released we it on Monday. We had always done that. And then lockdown, it was like, well, we're all, we have to record from home anyway. We might as well do it on Sundays. And just the way everything has worked out with getting back to work and being in the office and tour and travel and all these things, uh, it's a lot for making that schedule work as much as possible and um therefore we will be doing monday but the vlogs come out sunday night so vlogs come out sunday sunday night and to be completely honest the only day we don't record something of some sort is on saturdays at this very at this point in time yep yep so going forward now we will have a break on saturday and sunday and then we'll get back to it on monday so monday episodes will be released at noon yeah in the summer and then in september we'll yeah we'll revisit yes we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll revisit we'll revisit um i i know we talked about how everyone was hyped on top gun maverick and i saw it and it was so fucking good maybe one of my favorite movies i've seen in quite some time like walked out of the theater with the biggest smile and i also got to go with my dad and like just watching him watch some of the movie was so entertaining like he was cheering he was nothing more than a dad move that in the in the theater where you can like recline the seats i would say before like the last 20 minutes when everyone was really on the edge of their seat he like i just watched him like hit the button to like make his seat come back up because he was just that like (laughs) engaged with the movies like has to be closer to the screen and like was like leaning actively leaning forward but it was great the mix of romance action like the all the plain shit is obviously so cool the story was great the all the nostalgia factors of the first one was like done so perfectly i thought and every i mean miles teller was amazing glenn powell was amazing the video tom cruise was amazing the video you sent me of your dad was very funny and entertaining and, and really cute um i'm not a big tom cruise guy but i'm I'm a big miles teller and glenn powell guy I'm not a big, t- I, I'm certainly not a big in real life Tom Cruise guy, mm-hmm. but I do like Tom Cruise's movies. Yes, he's got some great movies. Yeah. Cocktail. Jerry Maguire. Mission Impossible movies are great. <laughs> We're all just naming Tom Cruise movies. Tropic Thunder. Follow up. Follow up to Miles Teller's wife. Yeah. And I's relationship. We yeah. posted the picture screenshot of uh, our comments from 2017. Mm-hmm. And then she commented again and said, Rhea's been there since day one yeah. with a heart. Yep. So all you new Miles Teller fans out yep. there, just know that Miles Teller's wife knows yeah. that Big Rhea's been there since day one. And that scene you were referencing on that everyone was posting about on TikTok, they're all, you know, all on the mm-hmm. beach and it's a great scene. <laughs> confirmed great confirmed scene. Great, I gotta see this confirmed film. Confirmed great scene i gotta see this film it's uh yeah it's something else i was it's saying that i wasn't gonna return back to the movies until elvis came out return back <laughs> make your big return yeah, back to the, the red carpet back to the amc theater <laughs> well after i saw house of gucci i was like oh, that movie was far too long yeah. to sit in the movie for and then i was like elvis is gonna be really long but i think i'm gonna be way more interested no in you gotta movie. go to top gun I'm but i no you. no i know but then yeah. i saw this hype about top gun yeah. which i never thought would be a movie i would go in the in the theater yes. to see yes i will be going to see top gun maybe this saturday I, night. i've heard that 
It's also a perfect length. Like it's not. It's a, a good like two hours ten ish, maybe a little less than that. Two hours ten is yeah. not a good length. No, it's a walk in the park compared to these movies some that movies we're fly seeing. By. Sometimes a perfect no, it, fly, it flies by. No pun intended. Yes, good one. A perfect movie is like an hour forty five to fifty one. That doesn't That's exist like a for yeah. It doesn't exist for action movies anymore. It really doesn't. It's but just. Have you heard that Topkin's playing in like four D or something? Like they have 4D theaters where like your th- seats moving and like I think you might feel like stuff. That's I mean that Rhea loves that. That's like she's at Universal. I have to go to that. Yeah, that's, I, I've heard about that. When I was a kid, we saw I've had seen Shrek already, but then when you go to Universal, you could watch Shrek in like a 4D type of uh, way. Like I don't know, I don't remember my, if it was the full my, film my, or or a ride, stuck in my but I think it was the full film where we felt like spiders crawling on our feet. Yeah, and, I don't like that. No, no, no. It was cool though. It was, they're not real spiders. So <laughs> no, don't worry, they're not real. <laughs> 4DX is that what it is? 4DX, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there's one in Times Square, oh. in Union Square, I guess. 4DX. That'd be cool. But like, what is like? What is 4DX? I think it's like you motion feel. seat and signature yeah. effects. Okay, but yeah. there are. I've been to theaters where you could do that. They have side screens, so like it kind yeah. of makes you feel. I d- I went to the um the Dolby theater, and it was lovely, good experience. You know, planes they're loud, so it's like the sound and the, the sound. sound moves and. That's that's very cool. Screen was nice. I suggest going to IMAX if you can. Yeah. You know it's a beautiful summer day. What? You go to the beach. Mm. It's hot. It's, yeah. it's warm. Sun's out. You go to the beach. You go to the pool. You take a nap. You take a shower. You eat dinner. You get some ice cream. And then at night, you go to the movies. Yeah. yeah. Because put someone... On your, would, put on your sweats. Yeah, someone would say... You know, maybe you don't want to go to the movies when it's sunny out. Yeah. But you can't always go to the movies when it's when it's raining. Yep. You know, what if you want to see a movie and it's not raining? That's why you get the full day outside so that you're okay with being in a dark, and then the AC feels space good. at night. Yeah, and you got a little sunburn on your cheeks. And you're like, this is what summer yeah. is about. I'm going to do that on Saturday. You, I want you're going to love it. Clear. You, and uh, Noah's never seen Top Gun, so we're going to have to... You gotta that go. That surprised yeah. me, to you see movie buff. I know. I know. I don't know. I don't know why I haven't. I don't know either. I don't know. It's a great movie. And I would argue the second one's better. <gasps> wow. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that. Yep. What do you think uh, Ron Tomato says about that? Like The second one is a 96%. Compared. So I don't. And what the first one? one definitely does not have a 96%. I don't know what exactly it is, but. First one. I would guess like a 70, maybe even lower. 80, uh, no, what? 57. Yeah, I could see, yeah. Okay, I saw this on John Mayer's Instagram story. Oh, that was funny. I voted. How do you say the name of the, the he film? He said, is it? Don't say it. How do you say the name of the film? This film? This film we're talking about. Top Gun Maverick. She agrees with me. I. So he, he basically wrote like, is it Top Gun, top all capitalized, or Top Gun Gun all capitalized. Like is the emphasis gun? on top or gun? Or top gun. Top gun or top, top gun maverick or top gun maverick? <laughs> top. It's top. Top gun. I don't really top know gun. how I'm saying it. All I'm saying is when I, I said, hey, last night I went to go see Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, she's putting all the emphasis on top. Uh, you also keep saying maverick at the end. Haven't seen anybody else do that. 
Well, the movie's called Top Gun. I know, I know, I but Top Gun but, pe- but no. people just say, like, Top Gun. I know, but this is... Top Gun is the first one. <laughs> She's really... I know, but I, I, I know. <laughs> Top Gun. No, but I no, but that's like that's the name. No, of the first I know, one. I know. But just... we're talking about both movies right uh, yeah, now, yeah. so I'm just, just 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 it's just funny to distinguish between the two. Mm-hmm. Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun. That would be weird. <laughs> Top. Have you seen Have you seen Top Gun? <laughs> yeah. I think John Mayer says it. Top Gun. I feel like John Mayer speaks like that, though, so that like makes sense with the way he because he played the commercial Top Gun, and he said that it was Top Gun, Top Gun, Top Gun. We gotta stop saying it because now it's it's gonna be stuck in everyone's morphing into a weird word. All right, let's get into into something else. The topics for today. Oh, wait one moment. Want to give a big congratulations to the Queen? Seventy years, Platinum Jubilee. Where I Boring. I didn't I didn't even ask I didn't even ask to make it a topic. I well, did. What would you What would you talk about? There's a ton. But where like, Where Harry and Meghan are there? What's the dynamic? Oh, who's up on the balcony and who's not? The kids, how they're dressed, how they're, everybody's outfits, what they're wearing, significance. Seventy years. Didn't people she's think been she the queen dead for a while? Yes, it was a rumor. And now yes, she's just the back. fucking guy from Kanye West, his guy, Hollywood Unlocked, reported oh. that she was dead. Maybe she is. No, she's certainly not because she how, is present. How old is she? Outside at the balcony. She is 96. I know. Uh, but she has been the queen for 70 years, which is pretty wild. Yeah, she's 96. That's crazy. She's been the queen longer than a lot of people live. That's correct. Yeah, <laughs> that is correct. So just want to. Give a little like shout give out to someone Queenie. else a chance. Give a little shout out to Queenie. It's a big, uh, it's a big weekend. Make some room. Like, yeah. would she ever just step down? Like, I, that's why the theory that she just is holding on to being the queen for as long as possible because they all hate Charles is funny. But could she? Does it have to be him, or could she be like, no, it has I to want, be. no, I don't want to be queen be anymore, him. but I want this guy to be. No, king. it has to be. Him. That's so dumb. <laughs> Line of succession. monarchy is so dumb. It's gonna be over when she dies. I'm calling it. <laughs> Calling Queen, it. seven years. All right, now we can get to the topics. Let's get into the topics. <laughs> uh, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial has come to an end. The verdict is in. Johnny Depp has won. Kim Kardashian talked about how her and Pete Davidson got together and their relationship on the latest Kardashians. Jada Pinkett Smith talked about the slap heard around the world on Red Table Talk between Chris Rock and uh, Will Smith. Liam Payne went on Logan Paul's podcast, Impulsive, mm. and everybody is upset about it. And we are doing another Q&A, which is an AMA. We had people comment on the Instagram, where we're going to be taking questions from there just about anything, about our lives, life in general, whatever it is. And we also have a great, very funny interview with Caroline Stanberry from uh, Real Housewives of Dubai. So let's get into it, starting off with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. You know how I get ready for St. Paddy's Day? It's all about St. Practice Day because practice makes proper. Proper number 12 Irish whiskey is a rich and smooth blend of golden grain and single malt, aged four years in bourbon barrels. Or try Irish Apple, a delicious blend of Proper's award-winning Irish whiskey with crisp and fresh notes of Irish Apple. Join me for a proper St. Paddy's Day and find yourself some proper number 12 Irish whiskey. Pour the roar. The Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial has concluded. The verdict is in. Johnny Depp has won overall. Uh, It is said that he 
uh, Amber Heard owes Johnny Depp $15 million in uh, damages mm-hmm. and Amber Heard owes Johnny Depp $2 million in damages. When it comes down to it, those aren't the real numbers according to certain state laws, not actually the breakdown and how much they actually owe. Right. So the jury themselves, it was interesting because like the jury also came out and then they, they like didn't properly fill out all the paperwork. So then they had to go back in and finish it when everyone was watching the the reading. So the jury awarded Depp $10 million in uh, compensatory damages and $5 million in punitive damages. And that $5 million is actually reduced to 350000 because of Virginia... Law just has a cap for punitive damages, and that's at three hundred fifty thousand. So um, that so it's a little, really over a little, a little over ten million for Johnny Depp, and then heard two million in um, compensatory damages for the counterclaim. And so they read the verdict out loud. It was like the three, the three statements the jury had found that Heard had defamed Depp with each of the three statements that were in the op-ed. And then the jury found that Heard had acted with, quote, actual malice, meaning that they were convinced she had made the statements knowing they were false. Um, and then the jury ruled in favor of Heard on one of the three statements that she had countersued on, one being um, a statement that was made by Depp's lawyer, Adam Waldman, in the Daily Mail when he had said that Heard and her friends had set up an ambush a hoax, like basically saying that the abuse claims were uh, like a, a hoax um, when police were called to the couple's apartment in May 2016. So the jury ruled that that was defamatory. So she gets the two million there. But everything that she had written in the op-ed in the original case of Depp suing her for def- defamation from the op-ed, the jury ruled on all three statements that, yes, they were defamatory. So, obviously, Amber Heard lied a lot throughout this trial. I think that is quite obvious. Here's my whole take on this situation. Yeah. I, I Amber Heard and Johnny Depp both released their own statements. Johnny Depp said, you know, after six years, he is finally free right. and people know the truth. Giving his life back. And Amber Heard released a statement that this whole thing set back women. Yeah. And, that and she is she going to appeal. And she's going to appeal. And, oh God, it's so tiring. Yeah. And um, she also said that she, you know, believes in freedom of speech and that she didn't know that her right was taken away of freedom mm-hmm. of speech. Defaming someone is not really freedom of speech. You can't. Mm-hmm. That's why people get sued over those things, because yeah. you can't do you can't do that, yeah. which is clear because she now owes Johnny Depp 15 million dollars for yeah. doing so. Um, in the court of law, clearly you you can't. It doesn't fall under freedom of speech. So obviously, I think she lied a lot. the The issue with I what I have though is that people are propping up Johnny Depp as some sort of hero here. Mm-hmm. Like they're like Johnny Depp can do no wrong. He's a hero. Go Johnny! And it's like Johnny Depp also said some really fucked up things about murder murdering amber heard and fucking her corpse and throwing her dead body in the back of a trunk freedom of speech (laughs) it's just i'm just like that's i just think 
am it's I really just, gonna be like all for somebody who like like yes Amber Heard lied and she definitely shouldn't get away with that and it's very clear that she's not getting away with that because Johnny Depp won the case yeah totally fair but I just don't think like the way that people are like propping Johnny Depp up as some sort of hero I'm like I think that it was a very toxic yeah. relationship and there was some mutual craziness maybe amber heard a little bit more crazy and lied a lot but johnny depp still you know said and did some some messed up things what maybe you- not exactly what amber heard said he did right but he's no hero when you look at the bigger picture of their relationship yes it is very clear that it was mutually very toxic when it comes down to the fundamental reason for this lawsuit it it you can understand wh- how they got to this point absolutely and this is what's crazy to me too is that and this is what amber's lawyer is very much arguing which i can totally understand is just the insane fascination from the media and public over this case and how it was basically turned into entertainment and how it went on for so long that the jury was able to go home on you know after work and after the and see what people are saying and see what's going on and basically Amber's lawyer is saying like there's no way that outside opinion didn't influence this in some way from the discussions that were coming from this case uh you know they had kept referencing back to the son and when johnny depp sued the son for calling him a wife beater and he lost that case um but and like how these are are different and it's very hard to very hard to sue a uh newspaper like media company like for those things as well and this is you know, suing suing a person. So as much as it was, as much as people like weren't thought that this was going to happen, it did feel very shocking that it was unanimous across the board that they all, all the entire jury felt this way and everyone uh, agreed on how this went down. And on top of that, I do think like Johnny Depp's lawyers were incredible. They knew exactly what they were doing. They had a great plan when it felt like Amber's lawyers didn't weren't quite as prepared. And um, that plays, you know, that plays a major part that like you can really sway a jury depending on how you make your case and how your lawyers present your case. And it just is crazy, like you said, that it does feel like such a massive victory for Johnny but there's just the case as a whole like just as a case study is going to be looked at for a very long time by how much this blew up on the outside yeah and I think that like you said when it comes down to just the case when you're like the fundamentals of the case are Amber Heard defamed Johnny Depp and and that's what he was suing for it's like okay yes she did yeah done he wins that right it's more about the bigger picture of people just like propping Johnny Depp on a pedestal when it's like you don't have to do that in order to say that Amber Heard was wrong. Right. And I I think that people, especially now, have a really hard time thinking for themselves 
And they also think that everything has to be one side or the other mm-hmm. and that you can't really be in between right. on certain, or that your opinion can't change yeah or that your opinion or like certain situations you can't see both sides of like when you very much can i think it's like a hive mind mentality where you know this extreme love and support for johnny depp came out and everyone's shitting on amber heard so mm-hmm. then it piles on more people and more people and more people and they like want to be a part of something so they're like let's all just like shit on amber heard and we're all against amber heard and we're all for johnny depp and it's like you could be against amber heard and what she did and how she lied while also not being like oh my god johnny depp is the best person ever yeah like you could see both sides a little bit and i'm not saying there is really that much of a side clearly now on it it's very clear that amber heard lied and and you know the, it was unanimous and all that like the facts were there and, and johnny depp's lawyers brought up all the facts but it's just crazy to me to see people like really yeah just because they were able to prove that doesn't mean there wasn't emotional stress and strains that they both put on each other in that relationship with the words they used against each other we know that that was bad and i'm sure they got into you know crazy fights and the effects that that had and what made what led amber to get to this point but yeah it's 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 nuts. And you see the conversation of like how this, because it's such a public thing, how does this affect people going forward and women speaking up in the future? And um, is this something that would make women say, well, why would I ever try and do something when look look at what happened to Johnny Depp? You know, so it's kind of, it's crazy, but it's also hard. You have to like separate all Mm-hmm. The situations where you hope that women still f- feel like they can stand up and right. um, voice these things, but also like not compare everything back to yeah. other cases. Like right. everybody's story is different. And not Amber everyone. Hurt, like not everyone is a liar. Like Amber. It's Hurt. just like Am- she got caught in a lot of lies during this entire thing. So it's pretty nuts. I just saw a meme someone sent. It's funny. It's like. It's the net worth, Amber Heard's net worth, and it says minus ten million right now. Yeah, well, that's also another very interesting thing of how the because of how the case became such entertainment that like it's just been turned into memes and TikToks and everything, yeah. which like doesn't normally happen with cases no. uh, uh, discussing domestic abuse. I was thinking about it though. She never donated that seven million she got from the divorce, so she still has that yeah. plus the two million that Johnny owes her. That. She might only owe like two million. It's crazy. <laughs> or she might not have the money. Like it's it's uh, well, she certainly racked up the lawyer bill the the yeah. bills for the that that shit. So yeah. all of this. But it's crazy, you know, and it, and you would like like we would want to say that ah, this is the end, but I don't think it is because yeah. I think she is gonna appeal this now. I also don't want people coming for me and being like, You are on Amber Heard's side, you're crazy. No. That is not I want that clear. No. That's not what I said at all. No. Because people will switch that. I made it very no. clear. I think Amber Heard lied a lot. But I don't think Johnny Depp should be I think held she up also on a just pedestal. comes across so hateable. Like, yeah, Depp did a lot of bad things, mm. but just in the courtroom. <laughs> because it was so televised. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her no, that's facial, just, it's kind yeah. of sad. Like, that's just how you can be perceived, mm-hmm. you know? Like, just from people watching you to be like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't real. we don't really know her. But from watching all this, it's like, oh, like people make these comments. Right. It's like she just seems so terrible. It's like, 
I also think something telling is like none of her co-stars or exes or anything wanting anything to do with her is probably a really bad sign. Now, is it because... Is it because the media is painting her to be a monster so they don't want to be in anything to do with her to hurt their career? Mm-hmm. Also possible. You never know. Yeah. So I think this is, you know, this is how it's, this is how it ends for now. Heard's, Amber Heard's lawyer was on, I think she was like on the Today Show this morning. I saw that she was talking about how they were going to be appealing. Um, she wants just give 15, it a rest. She wants her 15 seconds of fame. Just give it a rest at this point, though. Like, aren't you guys tired of talking about it? Like, you're going to appeal now and do the whole thing? It was a unanimous decision. Yeah. (laughs) Like, if you appeal it, what do you get from that? that makes me want to, the staircase. I want to watch the new episode, but it's very, it's, it's, I think it's, it's tiring. It must be tiring for them. And I think that it's really, uh, you know, overplayed in the media by now. Yeah, it's crazy. I think everyone has been wondering how the Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian relationship really started. Kim Kardashian went on Saturday Night Live. They kissed on Saturday Night Live. But Pete did not go to her after party. And she said everyone was there, but Pete Mm -hmm. did not give her the time of day. Pete is too cool for that. And so she reached out to an SNL producer to get Pete's number because, quote unquote, she said she heard about the BD and to put it lightly, she was DTF. She yeah, she, she wanted, really, that's that's a direct quote. Yeah, she not even. I'm like, not saying I, yes. that. Like this is Kim right. Kardashian's yeah. words, not Rhea's. I know. I I feel like I hope actually, everyone knows. I wouldn't impo- use the word yes. DTF. I think Kim it's Kardashian. A did. Very important clarification that you are not saying she was DTF. She said no. herself, "I was basically DTF." Was if, the direct quote. if you, if I was sitting here being like Kim Kardashian was so DTF, I'd want you guys to kick me off the podcast. Yep. I really would. Yeah, but I no, w- yeah. Kim Kardashian said that herself. And she just wanted to see what it was all about. She didn't know it was going to turn into a relationship, but obviously it did. She also said that when they started being seen in public together, Megan Fox reached out to Kim and said, is this shit for real? Like, is this really going on? And then told Kim that Pete had asked for Kim's number prior, maybe weeks, months before. And Megan Fox said, no way. There's a higher chance of me and MGK getting eaten by uh, alligators or crocodiles. 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 And to never ask again that it's never going to happen. And Kim went out of her way to get Pete's number. Imagine Pete receiving the text from Kim Kardashian. How do you even double check that? Who do you ask? Is this Kim Kardashian's number? Because you don't want to accidentally give out Kim Kardashian's number. How do you confirm that sort of thing? Just really cute, in my opinion, from Kim. Also, the way that Imagine he, like, sends a text to, like, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. (laughs) Or, like, hey, Dave, can you confirm that this is actually Kim's phone number? Send a picture proving it's you. Hold up a sign that says it's me with the the date. Hold a newspaper. Yeah. Um... I think that the way that Kim was talking about it was so cute. So and, cute. And she, you could tell that she was just like, I'm single. Like, I, I want to get back so on it. I so cute as the phrase to describe the two of them. But, like, that scene in the it kitchen is. of her talking with the sis- her sisters and, like, she's just so happy. She's giggly. so happy and giggly. And she was talking about how her and Pete um, both have a passion for skin and dermatologists yeah. and, like, whatever, just keeping their skin clean. Yep. And she said she had a pimple on her nose. And she wanted to put pimple medicine on and she fell asleep because she was so tired and she woke up with the pimple medicine dried on her nose that Pete put on her while she was sleeping. True love. 
So cute. True, true love. And it's crazy because it's like, in what world did we think we'd be actually using the phrase like, seems like Pete Davidson may have been playing a little hard to get, like playing the long game. You know, he, because this is what it said. They, she had said, you know, they kissed during the Aladdin skit, which we all saw. And like, she kind of felt like, oh, maybe there was something. And she heard about the BDE. And he wasn't at the after party. She was like, and the way she was like, everybody was at the after yeah, party. Like everybody like, went. Everyone went, and he didn't go. So that's I would, cool. I would love to it know. So cool. I feel like that's so not him to go to a party though. Like yeah, like a Kim Kardashian's throwing her after party. I feel like Pete would be like, nah, I'd rather just go home and smoke. Yeah, like she was like, everyone was at my after party. He de- he does not give me the time of day. So I'm also like, imagine being this SNL producer where you get this text from Kim, and you're just like. Oh my god! <laughs> like you're you're forwarding Pete Davidson's Pete Davidson's contact, and you're basically like again. You're like, oh like, my god! Like this like, is like holy is shit. The this guy again, girl, it's to a, ask for a, Pete Davidson's uh, number. Seeing at the end of the other guys, where he's like, what is it with you and hot ladies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I could just imagine people being like, this fucking guy Pete. Like that's why they've held on to him on SNL for so long because he has this major appeal to women, clearly. And also, I think it's just funny that like to think that Kim was at her after party like looking around the room for Pete yeah like she's like like you know probably like oh my gosh Pete here and like Pete just doesn't show up and then a few days she's think she's thinking about it so much that a few days later she has to reach out yeah and for Meg like it's just very funny for Megan Fox to be like I told him to fucking kick rocks like (laughs) basically like she had said months ago months before he had reached out she said dude you have a better shot of me and mgk getting eaten by crocodiles than you ever have getting her number never gonna happen do not ask us (laughs) (laughs) i could see them i could also see pete asking them as like a joke yes and then being and him being i'm kidding i'm kidding not kidding not kidding so did you also i this goes with your uh house of gucci viewing like remember when they went to that movie and i think they went to go see house of gucci and they Mm -hmm. rented out the theater Howard Stern had interviewed Machine Gun Kelly. I guess this was in March. And how they had gone on a double date. He said, we rented out a theater. I was vouching for this movie so hard. I was like, it's going to be the best movie you've ever seen. Um, And then he realized he was sorely mistaken. Do you ever just have that moment where you're like, we shouldn't be here? (laughs) (laughs) Is he talking about House of Gucci? I think so. I think that's the movie they wanted to see. I'm so with MGK on that. Yeah. Like, ha- like 20 minutes within the film, I'm like, why are we here? Yeah. So, I mean, I just like cannot believe this. So, yeah, that's and sh- she just it's just crazy hearing her talk about Pete as just like my my boyfriend Pete. Did you also think how she was like, I wanted to try something new? Yeah. And and. <laughs> Chloe was it like It certainly seems like They're having a good time Like Chloe, she's alluded to some Yeah Good sex I would say Chloe was like Stand up comedy Yeah <laughs> Like like she was Like kind of making fun of her But also not Chloe um, Chloe was just on Not Skinny But Not Fat's podcast too And she said She had asked Chloe About Like Maybe If she would go down that path Of like You know Travis Barker, Pete Davidson, like if that was, and Chloe was just like, no. (laughs) She was like, immediately no. She basically was like, good for them and everything. Like, that's nice, but like, not for me. (laughs) 
She's yeah. Like, she's like, yeah, just like not going to happen. <laughs> I could see her being like really happy for you, Kim, but. Yeah, exactly. Pass. Like even just be like, clearly it's working for your sisters. Like you would think you would give that that style a try. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I don't. So, That's but they're all, they clearly seem very happy for her. And like they were both saying that Kim, ha- they both were like, you know, Kim seems so much happier and just like in life and just talking and hanging out with everyone and like being together with him so yeah there we go yo next round is about to start you ready yeah yeah just shopping for a car in carvana for real yeah carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever wherever for real that's a ton of car options yep and these are all within my price range for really real you can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Not too much to get into here, but we just have to acknowledge that uh, Jada Pinkett Smith has addressed the Oscar slap for the first time. I also really do just enjoy that it's just known as the Oscar slap like that's just what we call it like in all the headlines the slap the slap slap. like it's just isn't that uh, it was a show show. Uh, but it was also victorious Uh, oh I don't know maybe the slap like like and now I've got to look it up like a place in the show like a show within the show no it was like the website name Oh. Yeah, the slap oh. was the victorious social networking website. Oh. That would be a good trivia question. It was a trivia question. Oh. I was going to say that was yeah. a trivia question yeah. recently, right? It was. Yeah, okay. Um, so she just put out a recently meaning months ago. Yes, recently. By the way, trivia is back on Monday. Yes, good point. We should have put that in the programming yes, note. We should have. Um, Wednesday, uh sorry. She puts out a new Red Table Talk episode. She's talking about alopecia and opening up about that and that was really like the main discussion um and she wanted to use the moment to shed light on alopecia and what that really means and then of course she had said now about oscar night my deepest hope is that these two intelligent capable men have an opportunity to heal talk this out and reconcile the state of the world today we need them both, and we all actually need one another more than ever. Until then, Will and I are continuing to do what we have done for the last 28 years, and that's keep figuring out this thing called life together. I don't really care if they reconcile, and I don't really think they need to. It's like a non-statement statement, in my opinion, you know? Like, this is just very, like, oh, I just, you know, hope everyone works it out. I think people need to normalize, like, not having to forgive and reconcile with everybody who hurts yeah. them, or, or, you know what I mean? Right. Like, if somebody does something wrong to you and maybe it's not the worst thing in the world and you can come back around on it and you guys forgive each other and it's whatever. Yeah. But if somebody slaps you in the face, I don't think you have to forgive them. Right. Like maybe you could forgive them, but never speak to them again. Right. Like, I don't think you need to reconcile like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. be friendly with them. Like yeah. I think you could be like, fuck you. Fuck this person. I'm done with them. I don't want to be associated with them. They slap me in the face on stage in front of the entire world. Right. It's like Like, you don't have to reconcile with everybody who does something wrong to you. I acknowledge your apology. Thanks. But it's not going to change how I feel. Yeah. But no thanks. (laughs) Like thanks. But no thanks. Really. Like also what she said, though, it's like she's not really putting 
any blame on Will or her, like. No, that's why I said it was a non-statement statement. That's what I'm saying. Like, and she's really she she's didn't say worst. anything. It was just like, why that? don't we? Why don't they just they just talk it out? Like, it's like, oh, I hope that they figure it out. She's, she's evil. she would like Jada Pinkett. She would like to remove herself from the slap narrative. Well, you Jada Pinkett Smith is the type of person who thinks they're never wrong. Yeah, ever. She's the worst. Like she, I think she truly doesn't think. Even when she had her quote unquote ent- entanglement, entanglement. Yeah, it was like. That was the fine. way that she talk, brought Will onto her show and, and made, then like ma- embarrassed him on the show and made it seem like it was Will's fault. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I don't know. I just don't think. I think that everyone's like, oh my god, everyone has to get along all the time. It's like, yeah, you don't have to reconcile with somebody who does something wrong to you. Yeah, and I, I and you know, like she said, she's like, I, I hope. I also think it's a crazy thing to say. Like we need them, we need them both. Like, yeah, well. You can need Will Smith and need Chris Rock individually, but if they aren't going to get along because Chris was slapped, I think. But also, that's who, fair. Who which one them? would you? Which one would you give back? What? Like if you could get if we rid really of? Really, could only keep one. If you could only keep one, I'm keeping Chris Rock for for entertainment factor. He's funny, very funny, one of the funniest people. I mean, yeah, Will has like some great movies. Yeah, but. yeah. Fresh Prince was great, but uh, yeah, would I, mean, I rather laugh? Hitch is one of my favorite movies. Oh, oh movie. God. What are you going to... See, that's a that's a problem. That's a problem. Grown Ups is good, though. I want to see the whole Smith family. Grown Ups has Kevin James in it. <laughs> it does. But Hitch is a much better movie than Grown Ups. And <laughs> yes. You ever see... I but Grown Ups could my, become your I favorite I, movie. I think I love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean... Top five. Give one back. You got to give one back. How about we just take Jada out? <laughs> I'm not keeping Chris. Keep both of them... And get rid of You're keeping Chris getting rid of Will? Probably, probably, yeah. But it's like... It's hypothetical. Will, Will comes with Jada. These two, though, I will <laughs> give them... I will give them the credit of being in the spotlight and going through all this shit this in their relationship life. publicly... <laughs> No, but I'm serious. Like, actually, though, like, I know it sounds so stupid, and they always put out these statements, and, like, we obviously, at one point, we're reading way too much about their relationship. We were like, hey, yeah. we'd, we'd, like... You, you don't know, gotta tell us keep, everything. Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't need to really know every detail. But, boy, have they had some ups and downs, and but they've stuck it out. All stemming from Jada, though, I would say. Well, every problem. That we know of. We, that we know of. We don't know yeah, everything. We don't know everything. Even the Tupac thing. It's like, come on, Jada. We don't know everything. We don't. We don't know what what Will Smith is like behind closed doors. I think we got I a mean, little glimpse exa- of the little I, slap I, on I, stage. I, I, like, oh. and that's how he reacts to things. Yeah, we we've never seen that side yeah, of Will Smith before. Exactly. So <laughs> maybe who knows what's going on? Yeah. Like, who knows how he handles conflict? Yeah, maybe he's got an anger I, problem. Yeah. We wouldn't know. Yep. So that's the statement. I don't know if it's going to be discussed about anymore or if they're going to bring it up at all anymore, but that was that was it. The big red table talk moment uh was that. I would I be surprised if they if she tried to have them both on her show? No. There's zero chance in the world Chris Rock would ever do that. No, he sh- he shouldn't. He absolutely shouldn't. That would be offensive. Yeah, it would. Liam Payne had appeared on the uh impulsive podcast with logan paul and he really just 
let it all out there, I will say. Um, talking about One Direction, the band, Zane, his solo career, some some kind of crazy moments, I would say. And, of course, the One Direction fans totally dragged him for saying a lot of things, uh, of you know, of what he said. He did not really hold back when he talked about it. You know, Zayn had was the first one to leave the band, so I think there was definitely some some hard feelings. Uh, and then, of course, we know that there is a history with Zayn and the Paul brothers, Jake Paul. Gigi had tweeted, you know, about Zayn being respect of King. And then they brought that up, and Liam was like, yeah, that didn't age well, so... I don't know why people let me rephrase that people are really mad at Liam Payne right now yeah they're really mad One Direction fans have held up the band to these really high standards of like thinking that yeah. they're all perfect well be- more and, because but everybody knew that spoken. they had problems yeah they just it feels like they had an unspoken rule within the band members to not talk about what happened tarnish the, the sanctity of the band and i guess if i was a huge one direction fan yeah then i would be like oh, my ears i can't hear this but as somebody who wasn't a diehard one direction fan i'm like i'm interested like what else do you have to say about the band i think people are interested to know why the band broke up and the problems they had because there clearly were issues mm-hmm. zane seeming to be a main problem in the group. Or maybe Liam was. Or maybe Liam was a problem. Doesn't seem like Harry or Niall were problems. It and seems Harry like Harry and Niall are unproblematic kings. I, it seems like <laughs> those Louis two can Louis had some Louis had some Louis had some issues. Had some issues. Yeah. Uh it seems like Niall and Harry could do like a tour together yeah. and, and they'd be all Although right. Although I do think there were some rumors about Niall potentially cheating on Haley Steinfeld. But that has nothing to do with One Direction. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, if we're talking, like... Right. I'm talking about One Direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. Direction-based yes, yes. Uh, fights yes. And, and rumors. Who was it in the band that people thought Harry Styles was dating? In the band? Um, Louis. Yeah, there was rumors. People wanted to, like, say that Harry... Larry was their... Yeah, was yeah, there was their ship name. Yep. Uh, people thought that it's crazy how something. history repeats itself because people thought like Paul McCartney and John Lennon were like no it happens in every boy <laughs> yeah. band it happens in every boy band for sure they like, have like these hopes and dreams that there's like a a romance a romance on. like can't yeah. they just be like best buds yeah anyways um <laughs> it's I guess I could see why people are upset but I also can't because I'm like oh if these are things that happen and he's talking about it, like he'll take the, you know what I mean? Like let him take the downfall of him talking about these things. He should have seen it coming that talking about the band and them getting mad at him was going to happen. Yeah. But if he wants to do that and give us the information, the band already broke up. Like they're not. Do you trust what he's saying? And you also have to know that like he, you know, there's a difference where everyone is at in their lives right now. Like, Liam's going on Logan Paul's podcast <laughs> and Harry's selling out multiple show like 15. 15 plus shows in some of the biggest cities in the world. True. So not to discredit Logan Paul's podcast though because Logan Paul 
How not at all. There was a clip that was going viral where they were like, what are the, you doing act, at like a tech conference here? It's just like, like the <laughs> act of even like doing a podcast, I guess I would even say. Right. You know? It's no Zane Lowe interview. Right. Like it's like, like I don't know. So uh, Liam said. Major stars do podcasts. They do, but some are just, some just don't. Yeah, I guess Harry so. wouldn't go on a podcast. Has Harry Styles ever, like, done a podcast? No. no. I mean, what do you I count? I don't think. Like, he's done radio on, like, shows. Radio shows. Yeah, I don't think that counts. Well, he's coming on Chicks and Eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a surprise, uh-huh. everybody. Hey, maybe we can get Liam on this podcast. If you went on Logan Paul's. Yeah. It is possible that you would come on out. Way Alice. more attainable. I it's that could be that could be possible. I'm putting out an open invite to Liam Payne to come yeah. on this podcast. I don't care how much people hate him and are mad at him right yeah. now. I'll, come on and talk about the band. Well, well, let it all out. Let it. You need someone to talk to and get those feelings let out, Liam. Out. You come here and you sit and talk about it. Liam was Liam the one that was engaged to Maya Henry? Yes, and we were just, we're just we were talking just about talking him. about Correct. him. Yes. Why is he going on podcasts right now when all this know. is happening? I don't know. Yeah, That's I just a bad I, PR. I was move, reading I some of the comments, and the One Direction fans are like, "I'm really worried. Like he's being very self-destructive right now. Like people are like worried about him." Yeah. Wait a second. Is that why Maya Henry posted that TikTok that said we're all Team Bryce out here because Logan Paul and Bryce Hall have like a little bit of beef, and probably yeah. she's and Liam went on Logan Paul's podcast, and she's like, "I'm Team Bryce," well, like as a joke. Because if so, so yeah. that's really funny. Yes, I, I, if very I guess, funny by her. If I had to guess, yes, that would be the connection. Yeah, I have no strong opinion on 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 Liam Payne on Logan Paul's podcast. Yeah, it's. And I find it to be interesting, and I could see, you know, like like the Jonas Brothers. If 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 they're Joe, brothers, yeah, but it's a different dynamic. But if Joe went out and was like, "This is what happened in the group," and it was like bad stuff about Nick, yeah. You might you might be a little upset that Joe was doing that. No, of course, and that's all. Like I said, that would also. I'm just be, thinking. I'm trying to think about. I'm be, trying to rationalize the people it would being be, upset. It would be pretty fucked up to do that to your brother. Yeah, true. It's like, your brother. It's like actually your brother. You're, yeah, you 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 yeah. are family. Like Liam, I don't think has seen Zane maybe what? one time in the last. Do you not? And I guess. Years. And I guess it's not very. It's not a very nice thing to do. Do you I not guess. think that he's like he clearly very jealous of of Harry's success? And like yeah. he he's trying to be like, yeah. well, when I put out my song, it it broke all the records and like got more yeah. downloads than anyone else. And the, the, the more we're talking about this, I guess the more I'm seeing why people are hating on like, campaign so much. I I didn't it, watch the whole thing. I've only seen clips. People, like, that was actually that one was laughable because it's like, all right, if you want to go back to 2017 when you released like your one song that did well, go like ahead. Quavo. Like get yeah. you if you want that one, Liam. He, sure, if you he, feel the need to bring that up. I get it, because, like, everybody does shit on him for how his solo yeah. career hasn't gone anywhere. And, so. you know, it is funny how when you talk through things, how your, like, opinion on things can change. Because yeah. now the more we're talking through it, I'm like, you know, it it maybe really isn't that nice of a thing to bring up Zane's upbringing and yeah. his family comparing to your family and being like, well, you know, my family was, like, so supportive to an annoying point, and, like, Zane just, like, didn't have, like, you can't yeah, really, he literally said, you can't bring up somebody else's family. He said, if I had to go through what he went through, his growth and whatever else, my parents are overly supportive to the point where it's annoying at times, and Zane had a different um- upbringing in that sense. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's yeah. not very and nice, he, I guess. I, that was, but like, also on, the, I wouldn't have gone that far. He probably should have just left it at like 
He said, there are many reasons why I dislike Zayn. There are also many reasons why I'll always, like, be on his side. And, like, Zayn definitely comes off poorly sometimes, I think. Like, it's not hard to say. He may have gone into a, uh, an altercation with yeah. Yolanda Hadid. He said, you can always look at that man from for where he is and say, oh, yeah, whatever, that guy's a dick. But at the end of the day, once you understand what he's been through to get to that point and whether or not if he actually even wanted to be there. Uh, he said he's so Payne said he is so misunderstood himself that he can't sit here and dick on Zayn because of like whatever. Like it's it's basically you know they all really don't reveal like that much of themselves. Where Liam's like, where do I get off? It's like a school bully. Yeah, when they say that the bully usually has some problems going on at home or something going on in their own life that you can kind of feel bad for, and then that's why they act why they do it's not right for them to act the way they do but you're like hmm okay that makes sense and there is always been a conversation of like zane really never wanted to be there in the first place you know this the whole whirlwind of x factor and everything that happened make him audition yeah like it it, it was just they were all so young and it all happened so fast and it was just like all there's always been a conversation of like that's not like he really did not like it from the beginning never really wanted have you, that have you seen life. that old clip that's going around of like zane and liam like wrestling like at during a concert like on the stage and people thought it was a joke at the time but now they're like oh this clearly was just them like fighting during yeah show. it liam did talk about when there was a fight after a show oh. one time he got pushed up against a wall he's and like i'll break your hands or you'll never be able to use your hands again or whatever or something that he, he said he seems like he's trying to come off as like a very very tough, tough guy because yeah. then he said oh yeah like quavo and these other rappers took my table and i like like. So, uh, of course, Liam did have to uh, put out a statement after this because the fans were very upset. So he did tweet out saying, he said, guys, I wouldn't normally comment on this stuff, but when it's your family, it's hard to let it slide. They mentioned a specific incident involving Zane, which I responded to. But listening back, maybe I didn't articulate myself as well as I could have. I was saying that there will always be things we disagree on, but that I, that I will always, always be on his side. That's family. Zane is my brother, and I will stand by him forever. Uh, and yeah, that's that's uh, was the statement he put out after this. So yeah, at the end of the day, I feel like he could have he could have left it at like yeah. There's reasons why I dislike Zane, and there's reasons why I'll always have his back. And then you just don't elaborate and really don't get into any more detail on it because. When you're on a like Logan, they're 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 fishing for some Zane. Of course, dirt. they don't care about yeah what's going. No, on. they and, just want to know the no, juice. but also like specifically Zane. Yeah, like specifically yeah because Zane. of the past. Yes, because of like what has what has gone down uh, with them. So yeah, you know. Did he talk about Harry at all, or not really? I didn't watch. I didn't uh, see any clips of that. No. Are him and Harry like on good terms? I don't know. I would... I don't really know, like... I think Liam did allude recently to talking to Harry. Not that long ago, but, like, I want to say years ago. Like, a couple years ago, at least, or a year ago. Do you think Harry and Nyla are texting each other, like, damn, like, these other guys in our group are crazy? It's kind of crazy that I don't really know how much any of them talk at all. I I I thought I I I saw paparazzi pictures, like, weeks ago of Harry and... Was it Niall, like, walking together? I think those two, yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, so of course, like you know, this was somebody had tweeted out uh, if Liam Payne talking shit about Zayn on a fucking Logan Paul podcast isn't an ind- indicator to how uh, irrelevant his career is, then I don't know what is. That's just like the One Direction fans specifically because now they are they have all kind of gone in their specific favorite guys direction mm-hmm. they all love to fighting against each other yeah exactly like they just all something i don't they be all involved love in. <laughs> to go against each other like this was where like the zane stands the harry stands they all can band together against Liam. <laughs> it's pretty pretty it's a war out there pretty nuts i would say yeah yeah it, de- it definitely is so uh, I don't know if he maybe regrets saying some of these things or if not, but eventually someone is going to talk about being in the band. That is bound to happen. You can't have five guys who are all now in different places in their careers and whatnot. Like, you're always going to have one guy be like, I'm going to write the book. One of them is going to do oh, whether it. Whether it was now or 10 years from now. The first yeah. tell-all is going to be sell so uh, much. Exactly. Documentary. Exactly. Like, one of them is going to do Zane's it. Maybe Zane's been writing that. Right? Yeah. That's just, he has been. And this is just seems His to... Instagram followers are going to fly oh, after yeah. that. <laughs> We're finally opening up the Pandora's box that is what really happened <laughs> within One Direction. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. All right, we are back with our Q&A segment. This week is an AMA, so you commented on the Instagram. You can ask us anything. So we're going to go through the comments and just pick questions, anything about our lives, um, you know, just general questions, whatever it is. We're going to mix it up. So let's start off with, if you could be on any reality competition Mm. show, which one would it be? I mean, yours is the challenge. I have always said the challenge. It's always been the it's challenge. It's the perfect mixture. It's the challenge or bust for you. Challenge, competitiveness, yeah. and fun. Yep. And drama. I think mine would be... I don't, I don't know. Like, I think I would just end up being on, like, a more competition based I don't know I don't really I, I'm just not a not, I, I like to watch them I don't know what reality show I would like to be on maybe like something with like um like I don't know like right project runway or or yeah but something something yeah to be like a judge on on something cool like that yeah I'm not qualified, but... <laughs> or, like, be a judge on uh, on Beat Bobby Flay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't cook, though. No, but Bobby Flay brings his friends on all the time in that first portion of the show. You They're can. not sh- 
cooks. No. Like Tina Fey does it sometimes. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. you know how to eat good food. I sure do. And I know how to judge it. So, yeah. Maybe something a, like that. A judge on, something on where I could, Bobby some, Something where I can judge people. <laughs> what One Direction member do you think allegedly oh, threw Liam up gracious. against the wall? <laughs> Harry. I mean, it has to be Zayn. It has like, to be Zayn. No, like, I would go with Zayn or Louie, but my guess would, would be Zayn. What is the biggest purchase we have ever made? Ooh. Not including, like, apartments, obviously. Well, that's not a purchase. You're renting. I know. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of money. Out of no, your- it is a lot of... Of course, it's a lot of money, but I'm saying, like, I w- a purchase, right, is, I, something, yeah, yeah, a purchase yeah. is something you own. Right, like, sure. I wouldn't say my car because I, I, I don't mm. own that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, what about a vacation? I don't think Does that's that count? Either. That's a, it's a, not purchase. a purchase. Is it? I think that's... Because I think I've spent more on vacations than an actual item. Oh, definitely. I've definitely spent more on vacation than a, than an item. But so much if we're just going to go, if we're just going to go item, uh, it's a uh, a bag. <laughs> yeah, my Prada bag. <laughs> my would be... my Celine bag is that's this watch for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would that would be the number one. What type of notes are in your notes app? Oh, I kind of love this question. I'm going to oh, go through my God. notes a little bit. I pro- I have stuff in my notes that like shouldn't be in my notes. <laughs> Like um, important things. High School Musical Two was the highest grossing High School Musical film with seventeen point mm. two million dollars. Was one of my latest notes. Um, I have got, uh, I've got random sometimes like when I write down topics. Yes, I have those in there too. I'm I'm skipping those because those aren't interesting. I've got some recipes in here. I have recipes. I have things that I want to make in the future. Mozzarella sticks, barbecue chicken sliders, chicken parm vodka on garlic bread, sesame chicken and rice, toasted raviolis. Um, a lot of these are... are uh... I have a... I mean, I don't know. What's funny is I might be finally giving these people a shout out that I should have given a shout out to on July 23rd, 2021. I have a I have an app from I have a note app from 3 a.m. on July 23rd. It says shout out Hannah at Mission Nightclub and Natasha Riley at Cabana. I don't think that's Cabana in Long Beach. <laughs> they finally got that shout out. Hopefully they're still listening. I don't remember if I did it before, but that's in here. I hope they didn't stop listening because you didn't give them their shout out. I know. I have a a, a very funny note. Um, I saw a very funny TikTok between two girls that are famous on tiktok cassidy and zoe i think their names are um and they're like best friends and they're very funny together and they posted a tiktok of freestyling mm-hmm. with like and one of the it was like pussy like a blah something something in it and they would just change it and and one of the things one of the girls said was pussy pathological come lie in it which is an amazing line so then i sat there coming up with my own lines yeah that checks out Pussy like a car, come and take a ride in it is something I wrote in my notes. <laughs> oh, I've got a I have like a lot of um reminders, like to-do lists. Here's uh, some books I wanted to buy. That's from a while ago though, so I don't know if that is relevant anymore. I have all my Harry Potter ones. A lot of podcasts. Yeah. Most like, it's most-, most of them are most of them are like podcast topics, things to remember. I'm scrolling back to the beginning of my notes because I feel like I have probably like more I have a lot of things in there. I also have a lot of like bachelor thoughts. Oh yeah, one of my original 
notes is Blontotti. You know what's funny that I really do? There are times when I do try and remember people. Here's one from October 20th, 2018, 1.30 a.m. Danielle and Casey. Another shout out? Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, We answered this at the beginning. Where did Friday Energy come from? Friday Energy on Monday because we would record our Monday episodes on Fridays. Uh, Yeah. I guess that is a good question. Like, where did that come from? Is there something that we wanted to ask a guest that we weren't allowed to add? Uh, Ask. The answer is yes. Yeah, that happens all All the time. time. But I can't remember a specific scenario. Um... There's been times where we've been offered guests and they're like, you can't talk about this topic. And then we're like, okay, then we don't. Yeah. Then we'll pass because our fans would be like, that's really fake of you to not bring up this topic. Yeah. There was, uh, there was one recently with, um, with Adam Damos. That was kind of funny. Oh. That was just like, they were just like, hey, more like personal questions stay away from we're like oh but can we ask about you know he dates his co-star it's like no like that's fine like you could talk about the show it was more like uh we all remember the one scene from season one of sex life that we were not we were asked not to bring up yes <laughs> and you all know you all know what we're talking what about. we're talking about and then it's honestly most of the time it's people's personal life. Like, it's always like, hey, if you guys could maybe not bring up so-and-so or, like, dating or, like, that. that's normally what it is, I would say. If your names weren't Rhea and Fran, what would you want them to be? That's a good question, and I honestly, like, am so obnoxious that I don't, I don't have a name. I love my name so much. And I don't even have one, like, I don't have a story of... Oh, I was almost named this. Mm-hmm. Like my mom's, one of my mom's best friends from college is named Francesca. And I think like that was pretty much a lock for what she wanted to name me from the beginning. Like I don't think she had other options. Yeah, I've never actually thought about that, which yeah. is weird. Because when you're a kid, like when I, I could tell you what I wanted to be named when I was a kid. Yeah. Mandy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have was... no idea why. When you were a kid, obviously, yeah, yeah, when you played house, you were to. like, my yeah, name's yeah. this. Yep, I, I was yep. always like, my name's Mandy. <laughs> why Mandy? Yeah. Or like one. something like, like Giselle. Yeah. Like I was really obnoxious. Right. Or you, you'd you want to pick like Angelina or like something. Yeah, like, like Annabella. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. now I actually, I don't, there's my not sister, a name off the top of my head. My sister was almost named Paloma. That's kind of sick. Yeah. Why I, didn't they do that? I think my grandma was like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that would be really cool. But what would yeah. the nickname be? I have no idea. Polly? Yeah. I I don't like Polly, though, I don't think. Kind of cute, though, like Polly yeah. Pocket. <laughs> um, if you were a scented candle, what would your scent be? Christmas tree. <laughs> That's nice. Thank you. (laughs) Um, That's my favorite candle. (laughs) Something, something fresh. I like, like the fresh linen one, or like the, um, like lemon fresh scent. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't really like anything too floral. Maybe something a little musky, but not crazy. 
woodsy. Mine would be like a like an ocean breeze. Yeah, that's a good one too. That's a good one. Oh, I'm not answering this, but I know the answer to it. What names do you like for your future kids? Oh. I have two names, but I won't reveal them. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I have a name for a girl and a name for a guy. Yeah. I have nothing. You have no names for your kids? Nothing. That shocks me. Nope. Not even. Names? No. No, I mean, I have names that I like just as I like them as names, yeah. but I haven't thought about it in that context. There'll be times when I hear about a new baby or something and I'm like, oh, that's a cool name. But I never think like, ooh, I'm I'm saving that for maybe I'll name my kid really? that. Really? No. You got to get on that. I don't Five have years. any. <laughs> I don't have a. I, I've got nothing. Like not even. I don't feel one way. I, I told I said to my parents last week that I actually think it's. uh I made it. I was just joking that I was like, it's pretty sexist that um, the my dad's line of name has continued, and I it would be weird for me to name my kid Francesca. People say that it's weird for mothers to name their kid after themselves, yeah. but not weird for dads to name their kid That's after them. Saying. It makes no sense to me. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? My brother can't... is the third. They all got the same name. I also I want that as as a. Like, I wouldn't want to have my dad's name and be the second. Yeah, I just no, feel like I want my own name. I Yeah, I don't want my kid to have my name. My It's my grandpa, my dad, and my brother are all the same. Like, birth name, obviously, but they all go by different names. And I'm going to say something really perverted. Mm. But, you know, maybe it's a name you're saying in bed, and then you're calling your kid that. Wait, what? Uh... When you're doing the doing the dirty. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. And then I get what you're saying. I think you can probably just like, separate those things. No, or you, you separate. The obviously, nickname. it's a very perverted thing for me. Yeah, to say. yeah, yeah. And not everyone's mind goes there. Yeah, as it shouldn't. But it's something I've thought of. Yeah. Um, Francesca Junior. <laughs> yeah, and then I don't know. Forget it. I'm not even. I'm not fucking saying Fran, anything Fran else. The second. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Are you gonna want to be? Are you gonna want the gender to be a surprise, or you're gonna want to know? A lot of questions about. I want to know. A lot of questions about me. Yeah, a lot. In what way? Asking when you're getting engaged. Um, There's like a lot of a lot of comments like that. Almost hard for me to ignore them. (laughs) I mean, I'll answer it. I don't care. I don't have any plans. I didn't want to. I didn't want to preface it. Like me asking, yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah. say, you know, there yes. are a lot of people asking. You're not going to yes. have Becca Kufrin it? <laughs> I unfortunately, you know, I've been having this discussion a lot, actually, because a ton of my friends right now are, are not even my friends. I only have one. Like our friends are getting engaged slash married. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of pressure that's put on you from like your friends and family that are feels like a little much, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it just like. It'll it'll happen when we are ready and want it to happen. There's no rush. I think it's because a lot of people have been thinking lately that you're you're secretly engaged or oh. are engaged. It is something people think. And like I saw people being like, Is is Fran's boyfriend gonna like pop up in Italy? I'm pretty sure somebody DM'd me that being like, Fran's boy like thinking I would know. Yeah. Like, yeah. is Fran's boyfriend gonna pop up in Italy and surprise her with the engagement? And in my head I was like, No. <laughs> people are really thinking about these very dreamy, like not real life scenarios. <laughs> That is a real life scenario. No. That could happen. What, Italy? No. Surprise you in Italy? No. Why couldn't that happen? He Don't w- sell yourself short, that babe. That wouldn't happen. Um, 
I guess maybe it's just because like we have we've been together. Like, I think when it, people hear a certain number, it's like ah, when's it happening? But yeah. everyone, it's stop we're, asking we're her. We're good, and I'm not secretly engaged. <laughs> She's not because also some people have been like she might be secretly engaged and you yeah. know friends of private person maybe she's not sharing it yeah, if yeah you no, don't no, think no, friends no, no. sharing her no. engagement <laughs> you you haven't been no, paying close enough attention no, to this podcast no ma'am you haven't that been. is something i certainly would not be keeping a secret. no no way no how no no um fuck marry kill harry styles miles teller and jacob lordy Ooh. Ooh. That's- it's a really I, good one. It's a really good one, but I think it's an easy answer. What do you Shit. think the answer is? I, I think, think it's... I think it's... I Mine is... This is mine. Okay. Fuck Harry Styles. Mm. It's honestly in the order that you just said it. Marry Miles Teller, because I just think, like, you know, he's a Philly fan. We'd have a great time. Mm-hmm. Seems like a good husband. Good yeah, head yeah. on his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like he likes... like and I Humble, but I feel like he's but also, also a star. Right. I feel like he's famous and famous enough where like he's in these amazing movies he's got, got a great career but he also can maybe get away with like walking down the street and not having it be a nightmare mm-hmm. like that w- that's you can't marry harry styles and like have a, yeah. any semblance of a normal life which means i gotta kill jacob but i don't like to do that but i think that's i agree i just i don't know if our vibes match up that well you know yeah he doesn't like fruit with me he what, what? <laughs> I watched his uh, Sean Evans yeah. wing thing, and hot ones. Hot ones. And <laughs> I've watched all of Hot Ones. I don't know why. Yeah. I Sean that. Evans wings thing. <laughs> hot ones is a very famous show. Yeah, I love like pineapple with like a, like like Hawaiian barbecue, like mm-hmm. pineapple and meat, or mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't like to mix those things. He doesn't like to mix those two things, and he knows nothing about sports he said uh which i think is like i'm not a big like sports guy but right. also like my no, dad with me is a huge sports guy yeah and it's like what are you going to talk to my dad about culturally because all my dad likes to talk to with guys <laughs> is, is sports culturally i think there'd be too many differences mm-hmm. i also think he's probably a selfish lover you think <laughs> <laughs> well, if you compare it to Harry Styles, yeah, I yeah, mean, that's there's no saying. question. Yeah, every, every, anybody's a selfish lover, I think, compared to Harry. Mm-hmm. I like that you think you know <laughs> what Harry. I know. Mean, I mean, no, listen, the way of his lyrics, the way no, his lyrics and the way he talks, it seems yeah. like he's like, yeah, you know, watermelon sugar. You know what that's about? I know, Rhea. Noah, huh? huh? <laughs> and you know what that's about? Uh, Rhea's huh? like, Do you guys know what watermelon <laughs> sugar's about? Did you know that wasn't about watermelon? <laughs> Oh, oh that's funny. Um, okay. What celebrity guest would you invite to your wedding and only one? Ooh. This is like the Billy Joel. Yeah, this is. Right. It's like if, if there's a, a performance attached to this right, like Is it just a guest? Because yeah. wedding guest, you want someone who's going to have a great time, right? Just but, one person? But like they could also steal all your yeah, but all, yeah, but also I'm getting, right, like I'm getting married. Do I even like want? Like if you invited Harry Styles to your wedding and he yeah. comes, no one is looking at you or cares yeah, about I it. I only want them to come if they're going to provide uh, a performance. Right. Or like officiate. Yeah. But still, even just like sitting at their table, everyone would be like, oh my God, like, like looking over at the table. <laughs> <laughs> want someone who really seems like they'd be the life of the party. But do you want them to be the life of the yeah, party? Do you want them to overshadow you? No, but 
if if it was all of us together. I'll tell you, <laughs> Bill Murray. Ooh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a really good one. Yeah. He goes. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> I got the answer. The only answer. Martha's Vineyard. He's already there. Yeah, for Bill like... Murray is a great pick, actually. <laughs> yeah. I really like that one. And now I feel like I would. That's like a good category to mm. go for. Like an a, an older gentleman mm. who will just like have a good time. Maybe tell some jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he sits. He he's not speech. dancing, but he's sitting yeah. at the table, and people are. Yeah, mingling with him, he's telling really good stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, strangers, like Morgan Freeman. I don't know. Might don't be know. too boring. Wasn't he yeah. me too? Or am I? Do I have that wrong? Morgan Freeman? Freeman? How dare you? No, I thought I. Oh I no, I, I I don't know about that. Wait, Morgan Freeman? I thought I saw that. I don't know if Morgan Freeman would be like a fun person to hang. Like, that is actually correct. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 2018. Nobody's sacred anymore. <laughs> Bill Murray is. Oh, actually, he just got in trouble recently. <laughs> I, uh, Bill, Bill Murray just. They didn't production on yeah, a they, movie they get shut down. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. Well. Oh my gosh. Moving nobody. On. Nobody. Johnny, nobody. Johnny Johnny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. No um, celebrities invited to our weddings. Strangest interaction you've had with an interviewee. Um, French Montana thinking I was insinuating him and Drake were gay. Yeah. That was was definitely yeah. up, the answer uh, will always there. be French Montana. But I have one for Fran. I think remember uh, Kristen uh, Cavallari. Kristen Cavallari. Yeah, one hundred percent. When I revealed her reality show without oh, it being yeah. announced yet. Right, right. Live, live, live on radio. Yeah. It wasn't a podcast. You were like, well, yeah, you couldn't be like, oh, we'll cut it. Well, like, yeah, that was just straight up. <laughs> yeah, that was. I didn't even remember that. It's yeah. a good one. Yep. Let's see. Let's see. Um, Sorry, KCAV. La- last five Google searches. I'll read mine because I just went to go look and they're all I could read them. Um, the Elton John farewell tour tickets. How do you f- how do you f- see that history? Go to history. But I, I'm a big clear history guy. Okay. Twenty seven wild facts about High School Musical. <laughs> These aren't Google search. This is this is history. So <laughs> okay, I'm going. I'm just going Google search. Instead of oh okay wait should we go Google oh wait actually like the, it says it Google search okay so the slap victorious I yeah I'm at, it wasn't C- the Elton John CT scan versus MRI you guys will get a, some insight during trivia about what that one uh, what that one is um, Jada Pinkett Smith um, how to clean the shower was my was one of mine because I you keep, just no 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 I always clean my shower but I I never feel like I'm doing it well enough. Mm. Is my problem. Yeah. So I was like, I, I clean it and then I still feel like it's not quite clean enough. So I was looking for looking for some extra tips. Um, Joey King, The Princess. She's got a new movie that coming out that I that I Googled. Uh, Jennifer Connelly. Googled that because I wanted to see how old she was when I was watching Top Gun Maverick mm-hmm. <laughs> at the movie theater. You, um, you Google that during the movie or after? Um, after okay. when we came out of the movie, my- and then and then my last one is uh, filing for bankruptcy, which was oh about Amber Heard, about or Amber. No, not you, about not, Fran. not me. <laughs> Fran is filing for bankruptcy. Not me. That was um, that was after the Amber Heard situation. Uh, I have the slap, victorious, Elton John tickets, um, how to cancel an order on Instacart. <laughs> This is where the it wasn't. This was an article. The twenty seven facts. What I read. Mm. What I Google searched was, um, was High School Musical filmed in a week? 
Because I saw on TikTok that somebody said it was filmed in a week. That's not true. No way. It was filmed in in like 24 days or something like that. Um, Then I Googled a restaurant I went to last night, which was Chinese Tuxedo, which was unbelievable. Really good. And then um, I Google searched Ryan Lee who was like the, the kid in goosebumps oh because odea rush who i went to acting class with when i was younger yeah um she just was filming that movie with ray Liotta. yeah and so i was trying to show my dad who her ex-boyfriend was got it Got it. Oh, it's go. Andy Cohen's birthday. Look at this little collage John Mary Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Happy birthday, Andy Cohen. Um, all right, let's do one more question. Yeah. This is, okay, we'll do two more. because Andy isn't Cohen easy... would be a good wedding guest. He would be. That he would, would be yeah, a good wedding guest. This is a, we'll do two because this is a very easy. What's something you wish you were good at naturally? Singing. Duh. Uh, mine's dancing. <laughs> God, I really one. wish I had some natural rhythm. Some rhythm. <laughs> Yeah, big time. <laughs> and I wish I wasn't tone deaf. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this is a funny question. Okay. If you is were this to, the last one, if you yes, okay. If you were to make an OnlyFans, what would be your niche? We've always said, if we had, we're not gonna, but if we had to make an OnlyFans, right. I would post my butt, and Fran would post her boobs. Yeah, be a joint, joint. So we take. It, cover all categories right and i think i have pretty nice feet as well i might i might go the feet the feet route i think you have nice feet too yeah my feet are nothing to write home about Mm -mm. (laughs) no but that would definitely i think feet's a a good way to ease into it (laughs) yeah start off with feet yeah and who knows and then who knows what happens (laughs) yeah Take it all the way to the top. <laughs> yep. After that, start at the bottom. That's right? how you reveal your face at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's the real start from the bottom. Only yep. fans come right. up story. Started from the bottom. <laughs> yeah. And now we're here. Yep. yep. Uh, all right. That okay. wraps it up. Fun one. Thank you, Rhea. Thank you, Fran. <laughs> oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. For real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. All right, everyone, we are here with a very special guest. We are joined by Caroline Stanbury, who is starring in Bravo's new Real Housewives of Dubai. We always love a new Real Housewives series, and we are super excited about this Dubai one. So welcome to the show, Caroline. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. When we heard this announcement, we couldn't believe it it felt like something that we that the bravo world would love to see but maybe could never actually come together they haven't ventured too far out of um you know the u.s market of course we know you from ladies of london and we've gotten to know you from that and so to now be able to do another show in dubai what is it like now getting to keep that relationship with bravo 
I mean, it feels like a new one because I'm seven years on. So, um, uh, and if, you know, if I'd gone back to London, then I'd feel differently. But I think this is such a change. Even for me, you know, like moving here, the backdrop, the whole thing is so different that it's like, I mean, it feels like a lifetime ago. It doesn't feel like a continuation. It's like, uh, this is a new show, new city, new town. So um, I'm very lucky I actually got the chance to, to be on it. Now, what made you move to Dubai and when did you make that move? Uh, my ex-husband made me um, move to Dubai and for work and um, uh, about seven years ago. And I'd never been to Dubai other than for holiday. And so I was like, oh, I don't know whether it's going to be for me. Um, and I don't know anyone. But then I was like, well, if you don't take the chance, you never know. We're not trees. We can move. So I was like, we can always go back. I love that. We're not trees. We can move. (laughs) Never heard that before. (laughs) Do you, how, so what was that first adjustment period like living in in Dubai? How did you feel about it then compared to how you feel about it now? I mean, Dubai changes so quickly. I mean, like even from the, the short amount of time I've been here, I remember sort of, I did a lot of crying before I got here going, oh my God. You know, I'm so, it's going to feel so foreign and everyone was going, you know, and I'm like, you can't swear. And I've got the worst potty mouth. And, um, but now I can't imagine living anywhere else. I really can't. Um, you know, uh, I would never go back to the UK, really. I don't think, I think if I go, I'm going stateside, which has always been my end game. But then I got, I, you know, started here and it's been so wonderful to me and the children that I stayed and now the show came here. So (laughs) I'm here for a bit. Now, you're familiar with reality TV, obviously, Ladies of London, but what was so different? Because I'm sure the shows are not the same, the way they're shot are different. What was the biggest difference that you realized filming Real Housewives versus your last show? Well, I mean, all of my last uh, show, we were British. So we brought up <laughs> way, we were all from the same background kind of thing. We all sort of knew... Uh, we have limits. We knew each other. We knew how we knew. I don't know what you say. It's like a culture thing, isn't it? We all were from the same sort of culture and background. This is such a mishmash, melting pot of people um, on the show and off the show that you really don't know what you're going to get, which is quite exciting for you, the viewer, and very scary for me in it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, it, it is certainly a melting pot of uh, of a cast, which is super exciting to see. There's people from all different walks of life in Dubai, which is uh, interesting for our, you know, our point of view because I think everyone has a sort of stereotypical thought of what life is like for women there, and it feels like you guys are in charge. You guys are boss ladies, uh, which is really really cool to see. So, what's it like, kind of? being these self-made women over there? We are living. I mean, I wake up every day and I have like, I look outside. I mean, um, you know, there's elephants being walked out of my backyard and, um, you know, it's sunny and I live like a queen and, you know, I have a 20 year old 20 year younger husband. And, you know, I live exactly like all you girls do over there. (laughs) but maybe better because I'm in the sun. Right, right. That is true. My office is the pool. Yeah. (laughs) 
Now, obviously, we've never been to Dubai, but like Fran said, you just always hear so many different things about it, so many rules. Do you have to dress a certain way walking around Dubai, or is that like a common misconception? Um, you know, I think a lot of people in America sort of mistake Saudi for Dubai. Yeah. I'm not in Saudi. Um, I think it's 19% of um, Dubai is, uh, sorry, is, is local only. Um, everyone's like really an expat. Everybody understands, like you've got to understand, you have Muslims, you have Jews, you have everybody living together, right? So it's a respect thing. Just as like, you know, they don't like, um, if you go to the mall, you know, you just don't wear hot pants or a bikini to the mall, which I mean, I, I'm fine with that. Like, you know, <laughs> um, but when you go to the beach, you can, you, you can walk around in whatever you want. I mean, the, the beaches are filled with people in bikinis and everything else, just as a normal beach anywhere else. It is literally a respect level for when you're in public areas where locals may be, right? So, and that's really fine because in the, the malls are so cold anyway. Literally, you want to put a sweater on and a tracksuit bottom. So <laughs> it, it, nothing else changes. It really doesn't. Um, it, it, it's the rules are here to help you. They're very, they're, you know, it's not like if, if you got caught in a mall in a pair of shorts, you're going to prison for 10 years. That doesn't happen. Another myth. Somebody might come up and say, madam, would you mind putting some trousers on? <laughs> and then you go, okay, no problem. And that's it. But I mean, even then I don't really, it doesn't happen that often. They're like next time wear trousers. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. It would make sense that you don't show up to the mall wearing a bikini. Even here. <laughs> I mean, everything else goes. Like, I could go to the mall in this top, no problem. Nothing. Yeah. You know, I don't have to be covered or shrouded. Um, you know, I'd, put a, I'd probably put a jean jacket over it. But, I mean, you know, you, you can dress as you. That's great. And, you know, this cast, this cast looks amazing. Um, everybody's going to love the premiere, I'm sure. What was your relationship like with your cast members? Um, and who did you kind of go into the show knowing the most? I knew Nina and Sarah the most. Um, I think my relationship with Nina developed the most. Um, uh, we both thought the other one was okay, you know, before. We, we, we knew each other. We, we'd done, a, like, hosted events. We'd been friends. You know, we'd seen each other out everywhere. Um, we actually hosted a few events together, but I always thought she was a little bit boring. Um, <laughs> And it's funny because, you know, the show sort of forces you to spend more time, I think. And it was so nice because as it unfolded, we have actually become best friends. Um, and, you know, not a day goes by where I don't speak to Nina. And Sarah and I are very similar fish. You know, um, she does a lot of public speaking. We've done a few panels together. So we, we've really bonded over that and sort of got to know each other more. And, you know, she's an amazing woman. I, I, I really love all of, I've really got to know all of them. I mean, I think... Brooks was the biggest surprise because I, she had a few, you know, she stumbled to get to know some of the girls or the ones that didn't know her, didn't love her because, you know, she is sort of larger than life. But um, we got on straight away and I wasn't sure I would. And I, I actually love Brooke. She makes me laugh so much. Um, Lisa, I struggled with a bit and I am we've just never really seen eye, eye to eye I mean you know they always say you never know might end up best friends one day but um right now I doubt it <laughs> yeah. now we obviously know for every franchise Real Housewives show there's drama it's not all mm. you know best friends the entire season can you give us a little hint to what kind of drama unfolds for your guys first season 
Well, I mean, I think you've seen it in the first episode, haven't you? Have you seen it? Yeah. Well, yes. It kind of it just continues from there. Um, the thing is, you know, I think I, I, Anne and I have a very, very volatile relationship. It's, um, I just don't think we speak the same language, but nothing more than that. It's just, we just don't. Um, yeah. That is, that is completely fine. It makes Go ahead, sense. Riz, I'm because, cutting you off. No, no, you're good. It wouldn't make sense if you got all the women together and then you were all best friends. Like life just doesn't work that way. You're not going to become best friends with every person. It doesn't. And I think that's important also just to say, it's okay. I'm okay with that. You can't force things. And I think sometimes when you don't get on with someone, they kind of want to force and go, why don't you like me? But why don't you like me? And then you're like, okay, now I really don't like you. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's really, really difficult because, you know, as I said, it started the other way with, I thought I'd get on with her and I really couldn't have given two hoots about doing anything with Nina. You know, I was like, oh God, here comes yeah. the boring one. And then, <laughs> and now I'm like, I want to be with Nina. <laughs> Isn't that great now that you can call her the boring one, knowing where your friendship is and that you guys can have that kind of relationship where you can pick on each other? Yes. Yes. And <laughs> that, that, that is actually really good because the thing about that is like, without, you know, even with Nina, right? Even if you have a bad day or you say something you don't like, you, she, you know, she's, she, you can reason with, I can have a decent conversation with Nina. I can, I know I can get through to her and say, look, I snapped. I had a bad day. This has, you know, been tough for me, but you know, some of the others, you just don't, they, they don't really listen to you that way, I suppose. So I think, I think with Nina, she's just, she's a grown up, and we just get each other and it's great. It, yeah. It's amazing. I love it. That's great. And we're definitely going to be seeing a lot of your relationship um, this season. And like you mentioned, your husband is, is 20 years younger and we're seeing this connection. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, I loved like watching you kind of discuss like this idea of getting married again and that he is not this, use the term toy boy, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> um, how has it been for you guys to to be filming a, a show together and was he always on board with doing um a reality show and um, well as i said he's here now yeah <laughs> he is on board he's always been on board you know that's the great thing because he's so much younger he's actually you know open to it west i think my ex was like holy sh- shit i don't want to do this um which is what a lot of husbands because the fear of the unknown and moving into these kind of things you know just don't want to play ball and when they don't play ball it's really hard for you to do it because you know you do take it home and you do sort of it's hard to switch off um but he's he's really got into it with me and the thing is um we've just had so much fun because we do it we do everything out I and mean, what, what could I do it's part of my life it's like we do it we, we work together so it wasn't like I could say you know you can't be in it or don't do it because he's in my office he's in my life we actually do absolutely everything together which um I think people find bizarre but we do what is a schedule like for you when it comes to filming versus your just day-to-day life well I mean, the schedule sort of starts when your day-to-day life starts. So what happens is, really, um, when you know they're coming, 
they ask you for all the main events or the things that you might have going on in your life. So, you know, that you can't change, obviously. So I was getting married, I was moving house, all these things they want to follow. Um, and then, so you work, you build a plan around that because obviously, especially in Dubai, everything is done on permits. You can't just say, okay, okay ring them up in the morning and say, meet me down down here in 10 minutes. It doesn't work like that because, you know, also the, the, the crew is so big. So it's really based on your day-to-day normal life, which is your office, your home, your this, and you schedule it like that, unless there's major happening for you. But it's a learning curve for everyone. So it's it's like a job on top of your job. But it's your life. How did yes, how did your uh how did your kids um react to jumping back into reality TV? Actually, I asked all of them because I, you know, obviously you have to do a release form when you have children. And um, I was never going to push them to do it. You know, obviously I signed up. That's my choice. But I was like, how do you feel if I redo it again? And, um, you know, one son was, you know, my daughter was ready. She was like, I want to do it, mommy. You know, she'd done it. She's 16 now. So it's fun for her. Yeah. Um, My 12, I have twin boys. My 12-year-old son, one of them, uh, he's slightly bigger. He goes, oh, you know, I want to do it. And then my other son, he he was like, I'm not sure. And I said, well, why don't you sign it? I I sign it. And then you can just do the days that you feel like doing it. And if you don't want to do it, just wander off. And he was like, yeah, because he goes, I, maybe I will want to do it. So I said, OK, so, you know, I, they were really, you know, I, I never asked them to do something that they don't want to do ever. It's not necessary anyway. And I've got three of them. So one of them will play ball at some point. <laughs> Definitely. The odds are in your the odds are in your favor there. Um, did you did you feel any like negative reaction from the women when it came to your relationship? Cause like you said, you know, this is a big part of the beginning of the, of the show is like the prep for wedding prep and all of those things. So I know, I feel like when that happens, when there is a housewife getting married, the other women love to love to chime in and give their two cents about what they think about the relationship. Always. Um, I, yeah, I got a lot. I mean, especially because he's young and hot. So I think <laughs> straight away, um, they want to sort of, um, I think, what did Ian call it? Uh, uh, Instagram husband or, or a um, marriage for contract, was it? That was it. I mean, amazing if you could get one of those. I don't even know what that would cost you. Um, but if you could, girls, go out and get it because it works. Um, <laughs> no, we've been together three years. This is not a marriage of convenience or contract, and we do have sex. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, I hear it, but, I've you know, actually nothing the girls could say is nothing that I haven't already heard. You know, um, can you imagine when my ex-husband found out I was dating, a, you know, what he called uh, a child or my parents or anyone else? So good luck, girls, at dishing him more. <laughs> Because <laughs> I've heard it all before. Yeah, I feel like you can handle it all at this point. And if you guys, which it seems like you obviously do, you really love each other. Like you said, you have a great relationship. Who cares what anyone really says about it? We really, 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 I think, have been through so much to get here. And imagine, you know, forget even me. Everyone talks about what I went through. Can you imagine him going home to his mother <laughs> and telling her, Mom, I've met a 43-year-old woman with three divorced with three kids and I want to marry her. Um, you know, and I'm moving to the Middle East. (laughs) (laughs) Can you give us a little uh, insight to how she reacted to that? She cried four (laughs) times, not from happiness. (laughs) So no, the girls can't really rock my boat. (laughs) Yeah, You obviously care about his mom more than 
the girl's opinion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, I mean, did um, I feel like, and this is, I am not comparing the two shows at all. So I want to preface it like that. But we just did something recently for Jersey Shore. And we talked about like the reaction of people in New Jersey reacting to the yeah. Jersey Shore coming out. Was there a strong reaction to the people living in Dubai about a Real Housewives series? Yes, there was. I mean, yeah, different reaction to Jersey Jersey. (laughs) I was was like, I want to make sure you know I'm not comparing the two shows. But actually, funnily enough, I think they think we are Jersey Shore. So that's probably (laughs) why. Um, Yes, because I think it's very hard to understand with the title, Real Housewives of... And obviously, we're not a docu-series on Real Housewives of the Emiratis. Um, you know, and, and I think that, that they need to see it. Um, but it's coming out here. It'll be fine. Um, I think they just haven't understood that this is a massive franchise. It's been going for years. And they think that, you know, I, well, to them, you know, we, 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 we are not... Uh, indicative of Dubai housewives, which is the absolute truth, or the Middle Eastern housewife. We are not, but we're not trying to be. But also, like, not neither is the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, or like you know, like they're also not indicative you're of American. Yeah, you're Americans, and your show is American. They've yes. never had a reality show out of the Middle East. So when right. I, I, I mean. Frankly, we're trailblazers and you don't get anywhere in life being second or third. We're going to be first. We're going to take the heat. We've taken a lot of heat. And hopefully in two or three weeks, they'll be eating their words. And mark my words, we will be everywhere. And somehow they're all going to want us. Right now we are down there. We will rise. Yeah. And, and they're all going to tune in. They're all going to watch. And I, through the roof. Yeah. Right? And I through the roof. I get what you're saying, though, with the title Real Housewives, like they're thinking in their head, this this means real because they're not used to the shows like we I mean, they are thinking that we are taking the piss, basically, that we're going over to America and going, this is how an Emirati housewife lives. And they're like, absolutely isn't. But by the way, you wouldn't want to film that either. You know what I mean? It's like that we're just very different. We're, this is what it's meant to show is how people can move to the Middle East and have this amazing sort of life experience, which it is. I mean, you know, just as um, uh, they have welcomed us and look how successful we have become as women in this town. Uh, and, And I think we are going to be celebrated because once they see what it does for tourism and what it does for, you know, people going, oh, well, I could go there. Or, you know, like I get it all the time just from my Instagram going, you know, oh, my God, you make Dubai look incredible. And I'm going to stay in your hotel. and I want to go where you got married. It looks so amazing. So I think that they are going to be over the moon when they see what this really is. I think that's a great way to look at it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's not meant to be that serious. I think the problem came, you know, I mean, well, you know what it's like when with housewives, the whole point or the way to get, um, when it's new, they sort of shove all the worst bits into a trailer. And that maybe we should have taken baby steps. <laughs> but anyway, it's out and everyone's talking. Yes, definitely. And I, I do think it was a, a bold but smart move to keep that housewife's name with it because it is so universally recognized and it does 
uh, create that buzz. Because I sometimes I I look back at like Ladies of London and I think that could have just been Real Housewives of London, and I think it probably would have gotten more attention. It would have, and I think you know, funnily enough, that was um, I think partly to do with us. One of the girls told me that it was going to be Housewives, and then I think a few people kicked up a fuss because again in England we were one of the first and they'd only had cheap reality shows really cheap reality shows and we're all from good families and good backgrounds we're like well we can't do that we're not going to be a housewife and then we'd seen you know I think in those days however many years ago it was we'd only seen Teresa Judice throw flip tables and things like that and um I was we were like oh we can't do that um so I think that's how that happened really I'm not sure but that's what I heard maybe it's a rumor but I, I would believe it yeah, I, that that would make sense. And uh, I mean, you your name has always been out there. I feel like you have been a staple of the British pop culture and everything that's going on over there. How has that changed in your life from, say, the tabloid stories early on to to now the reaction now? Um, I think actually the reaction to me coming back has been immense, huge, like really, really nice. I think, I think people, because I think Lisa Vanderpump was so loved with her voice. I think it's the accent. I really believe you guys just love the accent. If it I, is, I, honestly, yeah. it is yeah, the yeah. accent. And we, we, do. <laughs> we love Love Island. And so oh, yeah. listening to you, I understand everything you're saying because of watching the show. You watch it with subtitles and you learn all the phrases. <laughs> I think if I did a drive-by shooting now with just smiled, everyone would still go, oh, there she goes. It's so, <laughs> you know, people just think, it, people, I can say anything in this accent and get away with it, I think. And the Americans just, I, yeah, I, it's the plummy English accent that I think I get away with. <laughs> people just love it. And I think, I, I, I don't think there's anyone on Bravo with it anymore. And I, maybe that's why I'm, that people are fond of me, I think, because they, they, they loved Lisa's accent. Now I, they've got mine. I don't know. All my lines, maybe, maybe my one, one liners. I, I haven't really thought about it, but for tabloids, um, I've lived here quite, I mean, other than doing a few mag, mag, you know, magazines and things like that, I'm not really in the tabloids anymore. I do things like, you know, hello and at home shoots yeah. and like, you know, I have furniture line and things like this. I've done, you know, front cover of, you know, of um, but Harper's Bazaar and more, you know, editorial, which you probably won't be in anymore. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just joking. Um, but uh, then, then tabloids here. And, we, we, you know, they don't have tabloids really here in the Middle East. There's no paparazzi. That's the best thing. So when you see all those celebrities and they say, there they were, captured on the beach, caught off guard. No, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there really is no paparazzi there? No, it's illegal to take a picture of another person without their permission. So there's no paparazzi. You'd have to call them. Very interesting. Uh, It's good to know. (laughs) That's why I think like that there have been recent celebrities who have gone over there for, you know, like I know you have a a, a friendship with Lindsay Lohan. I feel like that is a great thing for like Lindsay for her, right? You go, it's like. I you spoke to her today, actually, um, exactly why she moved. She said, yeah. I can just be a normal person. Yep. You really can. Yeah. Um, people are very respectful, and that is nice. There is no lens through the bushes looking at you. Yeah. you know, um, so it's good. Yeah, she loves it here. You think we could potentially see her as a, a friend of the program at some point? 
Oh, somebody else just asked me this. I, I haven't asked her, actually. She asked me um, to go for lunch. I, I, I'll ask her. I don't know. I doubt if she does it, she'd want to be a friend of. I mean, do you want mm. to be a friend? Do you want to, you'd want you rather be a main cast, I would thought. But I know she's about to go and do a movie, so I'm not sure this is top priority right now. But maybe. Right. That's got to ease her into it. Yeah. I know, <laughs> I know everybody wants her. Yes, exactly. That's why, you know, every, everybody loves to, to see what she is doing now we get this grand intro of you for this new show there's all these rumors that we're seeing a softer caroline is that how you feel <laughs> watching you me? am i yeah <laughs> yeah i <laughs> I, um, I, I guess I, you know we didn't get to we didn't get to interview you back then so for now i think it's great <laughs> Um, I do think I'm, I think I'm, I'm a bit softer. My, I'm better with, you know, I have more time on my hands at home. Um, well, not time on my hands, but I work from home, so it helps. So I'm with the kids more. Um, I think, you know, my new husband makes me sort of like take time out, which I never did before. Like we're off to Bali for a month. Um, if he sends me one more picture of a rose petal bath and says that that's what we're going in, I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. What's the, you know, we hear this luxury brand ambassador kind of title. What does that really mean to you? Oh, it's bloody great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the best job ever. Yes, yeah, it is. I'm not going to lie, girls. Um, yes. Uh, I don't know how it happened, really. I think it was just moving here. Um, there were There wasn't really anyone else except me and Lindsay had been on TV and sort of moved to the Middle East and sort of had a profile. So I think, you know, by that, I mean like face off, but I'm not a model. So I don't know how to, I never know how you say it. So um, I work with some of the biggest luxury brands and I'm sort of like a, a face for them and I represent them and I get to travel all over the world. So I work for one of the largest hotel groups in the world. They've got, I think over a million rooms, 7,000 hotels. So I go everywhere with my kids and you know, I'm the face of Jacob and Co over here and a luxury ambassador for them and like jewelry. It's, I mean, it's just so much fun. I work for a billion dollar um, asset company. And what do I do? I don't know. It's like being a spokesperson. How about that? Yeah. Um, a spokesperson for the company. Um, and I travel and I do everything for them. And then I have my shoe line. I have my podcast. I've got a book coming. So many things. So it's just been amazing. And, you know, I'm very, very, very blessed. And then, you know, my, my husband and I work together. So it's great. Yeah. That sounds like an amazing deal to have. You are <laughs> the, the face of these luxury brands and you get to travel, but you're also working very hard. It's like the best of both worlds. I ended up being an accidental, like it's like travel influencer. Um, it's not on purpose. I'm 46 years old. It's hilarious how I fell into this. And I'm always laughing how I can be the face of all these companies, clearly, you know. But I think it's only because I live here. I mean, if I was in the States, I, I don't think I'd have these massive jobs. And that's the great thing about here, right? Because it'd be somebody much younger and prettier that would have it or more famous. But here, I am quite lucky and I've signed them and they're all mine and they I had them way before the show so um you know it's been it's been amazing and you'll see on the show like uh, I get married at one of the hotels that I'm with and I'm in this beautiful house I mean part of my contract was to live in a $15,000 a night villa for 45 days that was before the show when the show came actually I had to cut it down out of my contract because 
to have the cameras in my villa in yeah. in the hotel wasn't convenient for them but i you know my i had to live there otherwise 45 days of my own butler I, amazing job it's so much fun so much that fun. is amazing and only more deals to come after the show you think oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. yeah you uh you you mentioned your podcast and even the way you said podcast sounds way cooler than the way we say podcast um <laughs> the divorce not dead podcast i love the name uh what do you love the most about doing that show well, I mean, that show has become, you know, when I started, I'd never done anything like this. And um, someone interviewed me, actually, it was um, the people that, it was um, Dear Media in- yeah. interviewed me and um, on their podcast. And they were like, you really should do this. And I was I was like, oh, okay, you know, well, then sign me. And they're like, well, you know, do you, have you ever, you know, do you, how many listeners do you have? And I'm like, well, none. And I, <laughs> how many experience have you had? Well, none. And they're like, well, come back when you've got, I think you have to have 14,000 an episode or something. And I was like, oh, how do I do that? So I just sat at home and opened my computer in the Middle East and off I went. And suddenly now I think we're at two and a half million. It was just crazy. It became top 20 for relationships on Spotify at some point. And it went just nuts. It went absolutely nuts. I don't know. I, I think it was a topic that women need to hear. Because I think there's this sort of feeling when you're in your 40s and you get divorced that, you know, oh, my God, life is over. Like, I mean, have a pity party. You may as well jump off the balcony because nothing good's going to happen from now on in. And, um, you know, I wanted to sort of blow the lid off that and say, you know, first of all, you girls look quite young. Um, And if you're not married yet, I say don't do it for quite a while. (laughs) And don't worry about it. And I think also life has changed. Like marriage shouldn't be for the rest of your life. It should be till you're not happy. And if you do it right and you do it like, you know, I, I you make a prenup and you do everything and you know what you're going to get at the end and how it's going to work, then it's just simple. Life is really simple. And that's what I did with Sergio because he had his soccer money and I had my stuff and I was like, my stuff's got to go to my kids. And so we just, you know, we did, we talked about all that, put it on paper and then we were like, okay, great. Now we can get married. And and, and and then, you know, I was always like, friends were like, well, what if he leaves you? What if, what happens? And next, you know, nobody died. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I love that advice. That. Yes. And I think all young girls, I'm going to teach my daughter that. Don't look forever. Look for what makes you happy today. And just, you know, enjoy. Because saying you've got to find your forever fucking human is ridiculous i've been 25 different women in this space at this time you'd have to have a man with a hat like for every you know day of the week you just have to relax girls nothing's going to happen if you get divorced nothing you know i mean oh you might get you might get lucky come and say hi he's all naked <laughs> i just got a sour hi Hello. 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 Nice to meet you. What a treat. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, hello, Sergio. I'm miserable over here. Miserable. (laughs) We're going to be very excited. (laughs) (laughs) Life's shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This is. Looks looks like you're doing pretty shitty over there. Yeah, it's been a real (laughs) tough year for Caroline. I have for sure. Divorce not dead, girls. Divorce not dead. Yeah. I love that. Well, so I love much. that advice. And I think, you know, yeah. obviously we think podcasts are great and you can talk about anything. And I think that there's something out there for everybody to listen to, to learn from and to talk about. So I love it. 
Yes, I think that's a perfect spot for for us to wrap up and end and everyone can check out The Real Housewives of Dubai. The premiere uh, is when you guys listen to this, the premiere has just come out. So make sure you're tuning in. You're you're tuning in on uh, Wednesday nights here in the States and uh, here in the States. Sounds like, like I've never said you that all of a sudden picked ever. up on it. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden I said here in the States. Um, but Caroline, thank you so much, Sergio. Nice to, nice yes. to meet you. And <laughs> you. hope you guys enjoy watching the season unfold. Yeah. Nice to thank meet you, you both. Thank you so much. Bye. Uh, enjoy your night. Bye. We will. Yeah, she's like, we will. (laughs) 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 Bye, guys. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of Chicks in the Office. Make sure you subscribe everywhere. Buy our new merch. All the links are in the description. New episode of Chicks Out of the Office will be on YouTube on Sunday night, so make sure you tune into that. And just a reminder, Monday episodes will now be coming out at noon, so you guys know what time they're coming out. Trivia is back on Monday. And trivia is back on Monday. You can't yell at us anymore. You know when the episodes are coming out. We love you guys, and we'll talk to you on Monday at noon. <laughs>